Cinema Yet Prize Movie Reviews and Podcasts. Yes, welcome. My name is Gavin. And I'm Mac. And uh, before we get going, uh, if you would like to drop oh, us no, a line. This, this is a movie review podcast. We review movies. Explain to people what we're doing. Look, at this point, if they don't know... But hey. then, okay, to the uninitiated, we are a movie review podcast. We also talk a little bit about movie news. Uh, we've got a bunch of news coming at you uh, in a little bit. And as usual, if you disagree, agree, like, or just want to tell us about your hamster, our email address is podcast at mcyappinfries.com. That's podcast at mcyappinfries.com. Is that your kill me voice? Huh? <laughs> yes, this is the voice I use when I want people to kill me. It seems to work just fine. I've died five times already this morning. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. <laughs> And I'm brought to you by Kellogg's. I'm not a dentist, but I recommend fucking her brains out. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nicolas Cage, and I would like to fuck your mother. So, on anyway. the news, uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage got locked the fuck up. Yes, he did. Apparently he was grasping the arm of the lady, his lady, his lady, arguing over, Do we live here? <laughs> <laughs> I want your fucking respect! So apparently Nicolas... I did Bangkok Dangerous! Oh, by the way, we'll review Thor later. Um, yeah, we shall uh, be doing a spoiler-free, very short Thor review. Yeah. Uh, after you hear that review, I highly recommend that you go see the movie, and then once you've seen the movie, you can listen go back, spoiler cast. listen to our spoiler cast. Are we talking about spoilers? Yeah. So this will be a spoiler-free, very short review, but first, back to news. Yeah, Nicholas so Nicholas Cage was in New Orleans partying with the wife. This is his wife, right? And the, apparently it was something about disagreement over where they were renting, or like, he used to own somewhere on that street. Yeah, and then he wasn't sure where it was, and the cops, <laughs> and then like you know, so he was like, "Oh no, this is one here." <laughs> and then apparently he said the, when, when when approached by the police, he said those immortal lines that everyone knows you never ever say to a cop, and those are, "So why don't you just go ahead and arrest me?" <laughs> he said that, so they did. <laughs> And that is why I will go see every movie Nicolas Cage does, <laughs> because he is a badass. Nicolas Cage is one of the only actors, I, uh, one of the very few actors out there that even when he's bad, he's still pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like as, as many bad Nicolas Cage movies as there are out there, there isn't a single Nicolas Cage movie that I don't enjoy on some weird yeah. level. Yeah. You know, even Bangkok Dangerous, which I saw on a plane, and I think that should you know, disqualify yeah. me from uh, any kind of credibility. Because, Were you pacing? And well, I wasn't pacing. How can you pace on a plane and watch a movie? I don't know, but you like to pace. I like to pace. Well, I don't pace in a fucking cinema. You know <laughs> So it enthralled you. <laughs> you know, I like to do salsa dancing, but I don't shake my ass to pay my phone bill. You know what I'm saying? No, that's an electric, right? That's the line from Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm actually quoting Mark Stephen Johnson, who, direct, <laughs> who directed Ghost Rider, connecting back to Nicolas Cage. Nice. <laughs> Which, uh, Jesus, Nick, Tony, I mean, I, I, it has been a blip, it hasn't been like a whole like going off the rails thing coming out. I mean, he was, he was photos of him later going to, I think, one of his, one of his kids' weddings. Mm -hmm. Not Cal L, but one of the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, Cal L Cage, <laughs> take you, Lois Lane? How can you not love this man? You know what I mean? He's fucking batshit insane. <laughs> you know? It's like he is Charlie Sheen, but has somehow managed a way to function yes. and to do shit. I just love the fact that he's like, you know, I, I've actually brought this up in uh, an earlier podcast, but for those of you who are joining us for the first time, if you are a fan of uh, film commentaries, like DVD commentaries, mm -hmm. I highly recommend the Criterion edition of The Rock, where you can listen to Nicolas Cage talk in great detail and with a tremendous amount of honesty about how he approaches a character. Yeah. It's great fun. It's jazz, right? Hmm? It's jazz. Yeah, it's jazz. <laughs> I think you know he said that in interviews before. So yeah, like, yeah. He, he, like most people will like you know they're going to like, get a job. With him, it's jazz. With him, actually, I mean, it's funny you mention that. Like when you when you think of all of the uh, great Nicolas Cage performances, you can cla they almost classify as music genres. Yeah. You know, it's like there's Metal Cage. Yeah. You know when he's like fucking freaking out, it's like I'm a vampire. <laughs> no, that's Arcade Fire Cage. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's beyond. There's like emo rock cage. There's uh, there's fucking. I would say that's actually more Anthony than Johnson's cage. Oh really? Uh, 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 what else would you say? Yeah. What what? And the Rock is the Metallica comeback album. Yes. <laughs> well, no, it's it's the trilogy of albums. It's like it's it, I'm trying to think who's a good trilogy of albums. It's like OK Computer, Pablo Honey, and. I don't know, the Benz? The Benz. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. Man. It's not quite indie rock, but it's like, still it makes you want to go, fuck yeah! No, I would say The Rock is Nicolas Cage's Black Album. It's the Metallica Black well, Album. What would you say then Con Air is? Con Air? 
Ooh, August and everything after. <laughs> I don't know if Shania Twain was a that's band. The, that's the Black Album with the orchestra. <laughs> no, that's Face Off. <laughs> that shit's going meta. <laughs> and Bangkok Dangerous is Unforgiven Part Two. <laughs> We're making sequels to singles. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> well, yeah, Nick, sorry, there, will you? For fuck's sake. Uh, other news did you see the trailer for Rise of the Planet of the Apes? I did. I'm totally stoked for this movie. I'm amazed. This movie looks awesome. It looks really good. It looks really fucking good. <laughs> I mean, you know that big room, like, the big it's round. Like, it's like a whole bunch of mini King Kongs yeah, yeah. running all over the place. I'm like, this is insane. Like, and the, and the thing that there's a, again, there's a lot going on there. There's like, you know that scene. Is Jeffy Wright in it? It's not Jeffy Wright. It, and it's because of Source Card, I'm thinking it's Jeffy Wright, but it's not Jeffy Wright. No. But to someone like that, his boss is like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's John Lithgow. Ah. <laughs> it's John Lithgow. John Lithgow's in it. Watch again. But um, you know the scene where like there's one of the, one of the scientists and there's like all the super intelligent apes. Mm-hmm. And that's like. And then, but there's also seems to be a, a subplot with one of the apes loose. Yeah. And it's like you see the 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 the, the, the what was it all the all the leaves falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. this is an actual movie. I know, I know. This it's is like, they are they are taking this shit seriously. Yeah, and they're not even taking it seriously as a Planet of the Apes movie. They're taking it seriously as, as a, a movie, as, as, a, as film. an actual film. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I thought it looked great. I mean, I was looking at some of the talkbacks, and there were people bombing it, and I was like, what the fuck? What? The, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. You know, are we watching the same trailer? Yeah. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, this looks fucking awesome. It looks epic. It looks really, really good. And, uh, I mean, uh, the guy directing it, Rupert Wyatt, uh, his last film was The Escapist with Brian Cox. Ah. And that was a very good film. And Damien... Damien Harris. No? Damien Harris, that's his name. Oh. Damien Harris and uh, Joseph Fiennes. Ah. And, and, and Liam Cunningham. Yeah, Liam Cunningham. <laughs> There's a TV show on BBC called Outcast. It's a sci-fi thing on Planet Far Away. Isn't it's shit. isn't isn't Jamie Bamber on that as well? Yes, and he plays. Uh, no, yeah, Jamie Bamber's in the first episode, but uh, the guy who ran the magazine in Ugly Betty's in it as well. Mm -hmm. But um, open a tab for God's sake. <laughs> you don't know how to use tabs. He doesn't know how to drive your. <laughs> I don't know how to do. You failed your driver browsing your browser driving <laughs> test. But Liam Cunningham in that is the president of a colony and he just was like, right, yeah, it, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Mr. Gray. Mr. Gray. No, I love Dreamcatcher. The I was, was going to go for Panda Brothers, but... Damien Lewis. Lewis. Uh, Damien Lewis. Yes. Sorry, Damien. Damien Harris is an old man. Sorry, mm. my, my mistake. <laughs> Speaking of Damien Lewis, you should see um, Life. Have you seen that? No, the TV show? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. it yeah, he's like a, he's been locked up on a, a wrong charge for like yeah, yeah. 10 years. <laughs> he gets out and the city of Los Angeles has to pay him compensation for millions. Uh -huh. So he's a cop, but every week he drives a new car because he can afford to. And also he's always eating fruit because in jail, you can't get fruit. <laughs> but also he's been doing like, um, you know, reading and stuff like that. Because he was in solitary confinement for 10 years. Oh, right. It's not just like in the prison population, it's a cop. They can't put yeah. a cop in the prison yeah, population. Yeah because he was well known and he's just the weirdest quirkiest thing ever and it's amazing it's a really good show it's really good yeah I haven't seen it it got yeah. cancelled right I think yeah it only yeah, had it two canceled. seasons and yeah. it had a nice true line and stuff but very much very much I don't think Justified would be Justified without this because they had the true line of like he, he has a room where he's, he's not allowed to investigate the crime that you know got him put away but he's doing it anyway mm -hmm. and um, it's awesome it's really good but he's just so cool about like you know he will talk for like he'll have a monologue about a kumquat and his, his partner is like, would you just fuck off? <laughs> you know, she's got that attitude like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you doing now? Most of the time it's, what are you doing now? Oh, God. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Damien Lewis is, yeah, yeah, but he's not in this. No, I was saying like a Rupert Wyatt, uh, who directed The Escapist, Damien Lewis, he also directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And uh, I'm very impressed with this trailer. Very. I am really, really now genuinely excited for this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and Coming on to some news that I think is just fucking retarded. Arnold Schwarzenegger has announced that he will be back as the Terminator in Terminator 5 to be directed by Justin Lin, who is the... Actually, I got nothing against Justin Lin, actually. I like his Fast and Furious movies. Oh. 
Uh, he's the director of the latest Fast Five movie, which is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually gotten pretty good reviews. I mean, they're saying... It's, it's getting good. ridiculously good reviews. Yeah, it's like they're saying, it, as retarded as this movie is, it is undeniably fun. Yeah. And I have no trouble believing that. I, for one, Someone, I cannot wait to see The Rock and Vin Diesel beat the shit out of each other. Somebody at uh, <laughs> Crack.com did an analysis of the trailer and it's like, okay, so 80% is cars. Yeah. Um, uh, 10% is people shouting at each other. Five uh, percent is inexplicable butts. <laughs> just there seems to be a lot of butts in that movie, and it's like, and it's like the guy saying about cars and asses. They yeah. just, you know, and it's like e- even in even in Death Race, yeah. there are a lot of cars and asses shots. But the last five percent that this guy did, the last five percent is people inexplicably jumping off high things, <laughs> and it says like this may seem like a very specific category, but they do it a lot. You see, like you see, you see Vin Diesel jumping off the, the I know, like and, people and, like and jumping out of windows, like yeah. onto roofs, and then it's like, and so then you see Vin Diesel and Paul Paul Walker. Yeah, yeah, Paul Walker. Vin Diesel and Paul Walker jump a car off a cliff, and then they jump off the car that's jumped <laughs> off the cliff. I guess, the, I, well, the title Jumper was taken. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't fucking use that shit. Uh, but, you know, it's like the last couple of Fast and Furious movies have actually been quite fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I mean, like, I've never really been a big supporter of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, to this day, I'm amazed that it's a franchise. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm ama- when this movie first I'm came out. I'm just happy out, Lucas Black gets work. When is th- Lucas Black in this? I, I, I think he is. Someone with a doll. <laughs> Do you ever see somewhere on the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas I Black. Just, he's all grown up and he looks like a fucking, like, what, Legion? He looks like a fucking retard. He just looks retarded. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> his, his, his facial expression is like, it's like he's permanently, has he, he it's, it's like, like, it's like that he looks like, a, he looks like a caveman who finds a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then beats someone to death with it. <laughs> It's just like. Have you ever seen? That? Have you ever seen that Gary Larson Fireside where it has the, the the many moods of an Irish setter? I just spat on myself. Did you ever see that? <laughs> what? The many moods of an Irish setter, the Gary Larson Fireside cartoon. No, I didn't. And see each, that. every single picture is the dog with its tongue hanging out, looking fucking shit, <laughs> happiness like, <laughs> happy, sad, depressed, suicidal, <laughs> and that's what Lucas Black is. <laughs> but the last couple of films have been quite fun. But coming back to it, Justin, you've Lin- seen them all. I've seen uh, most of yes, uh, pretty oh. much. <laughs> I've seen bits of Tokyo Drift, but. Lucas Black, is Lucas Black in the new Fast Five? I ha- I don't know. I, I'm not too sure. Because they again, they're like they're like the Marvel comics even more so than Marvel, and that the timeline is fucked. I think Tokyo Drift takes be- takes before Fast and the Furious, yeah, 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 so now yeah, yeah. Fast and the Furious Five takes place before Fast and the Furious Four yeah. or something. Yep, yep. It's <laughs> what the fuck? Although it's getting to be a bit of a joke. It's a movie about cars. People who drive cars really well. <laughs> but, uh, but it's like, also the rock seems to think in the trailer the rock seems to think cars are guns I know it's like, it's like whatever you do, do don't, don't, let, them don't ever the let them get in the cars he thinks they're magical unicorns <laughs> they get in the car flat away although the main reason I want to see Fast Five is because of the rock yeah Throwing the rock into this franchise is a stroke of genius. They dropped the rock. It is. A, it is a stroke. It's you know. It's like poor bastard. Fast six. He's Hulk been, Hogan turns up. He's been going. <laughs> he's been going by Dwayne Johnson for years, and people still call him the rock. Well, you, you can smell he's cooking though. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, coming back. Terminator. To fuck it. Terminator. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand, dude. Why the fuck are you going back to this franchise? It's dead. Yeah. Leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. The other projects that let you them have... let them enhance it. I mean, I, I didn't think Salvation was terrible. I I didn't think Salvation was terrible at all. I actually. I mean, if he's going to be in it, it's going to be Terminator Retirement. I. <laughs> it's going to be like you know Indiana Jones and the Early Bird Special. Yeah. <laughs> Terminator Five, Bingo Night. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the fucking human diaper. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the long walk to the breakfast room. <laughs> but yeah, no, Arnie, I mean, you're doing, you get some new advisors. The governor, this, fuck it. Well, there is something, I mean, there is like a little, hopefully, brightening, bright, shining ray of light on this. A brightening. It's brightening, brightening. <laughs> Before Arnold goes back to the Terminator and before the governor comes out, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that's an actual. I know, that's a thing. Um, Arnold has actually signed on to star in a very interesting sounding film. He's uh, signed on to star, and this will shoot before because Terminator Five doesn't have a script. No. So I mean, he's just announced he's gonna. If they do another one, he'll be in it. But before, they don't know about it. Yeah, they don't know about it. Like, but before that happens, uh, Arnold has signed on to star in a movie called Cry Macho. Oh. It's gonna be directed by uh, Brad Furman, who directed uh, The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh. I've heard good things about that. 
I've heard good things about it as well, and it says that, that uh, it is the story of a horse trainer, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who agrees to rescue or kidnap his boss's son from his rich ex-wife, uh, who it turns out also wants to be rid of the 11-year-old king. Oh. Kid, sorry. I've heard of that before <laughs> somewhere. Uh, the, it says here that um, filming is, is supposed to start in the summer if adequate financing can be acquired next month at the Cannes Film Festival. So I, I guess they're going to be... It's on the bubble. Yeah, it's on the bubble. But that sounds interesting. Yeah. I mean, that, sounds like, that sounds like an actual... He needs to do Clint Eastwood. He needs to do Clint Eastwood, yeah. Exactly. It's like, don't... You, you, yes, you, you fill a suit very well. Yes. However, we don't want you to take the suit off. Yes. Because I don't need to see your own man muscles. You know, the Terminator 5 movie is just an excuse for him to work out again. Mm. <laughs> Uh, we were saying about the Rise of the Planet of the Apes and how that trailer got me G'd up for it. The, did you see the video blog or so from The Hobbit? Yes, I did. I got chills. I got fucking... I, I got was, we've, we've, gone on record, <laughs> we've gone on record saying, why? Yeah, or, why? It feels like a cheap cash-in, everything else. Every criticism I ever had was blown away just seeing Peter Jackson's face when he walks around the <laughs> rebuilt sets of Rivendell and Hobbiton and it's like... Yes. <laughs> and and he, whatever whatever like doubts he may have had, yeah. you can tell they're all gone. Like yeah. he's he's in there. And he's he, in there, and he's like, and it's so strange. And up the stairs is where the sword is. Would you see the third movie? And I know it's there, and they made it because that's cool. <laughs> Although, did you see they had a, a beautiful piece with like you know, uh, I don't know whether this is before or after the earthquake in Christchurch. Um, but like they have the whole like they have a welcome ceremony where they have the the they do the the New Zealand hacker yeah, yeah, the Maori yeah, hacker yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and they have all the like local cast a local crew and on the other side they have all the cast mm-hmm. and they have a really nice kind of just introduction and we're all you know the actors are actually kind of fighting with each other to yeah. get up and say can I did you see Martin Freeman's yeah. suit yep what the fuck was going on there his suit is like the trousers are blue the jacket's like cream and also none of it is all of it is two sizes too small. Well, actually, it's funny you should mention that because uh, in an interview with Simon Pegg, Simon Pegg, uh, because uh, Simon Pegg and Martin Freeman are friends, yeah. and uh, they were asking him, like, how do you, you know, what do you think about Simon Pegg, I mean, about Martin Freeman being cast as Bilbo, and it's like, it's really weird because he's a complete mod. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a complete mod, you know, and, and he's not a sci-fi geek, and he's always making fun of me <laughs> for being such a sci-fi geek, and here he is playing one of the most beloved yeah. characters in the sci-fi. <laughs> and he's a nice little speech, but again, it's just like, like the trousers don't cover his socks. <laughs> now, but now that you've said he's a mod, maybe that was what he was doing. I was like, it's like that's who he is as a yeah. person. He's actually like this crazy ass. And then he starts <laughs> in the middle as well. Just again, it's just, it was just, it was so loving. Yeah, and it was just like, and they, they go into the costume area, and it's like they don't know they're coming. Yeah. And they're kind of like, well, you know, they blur out. It's like, yeah. well, we can't see this, but like, yeah, well, the axe feels good, but it's a little heavy at the at the end. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. and they're just they're just there. I know. And there's an end. It's just like they walk in. They just happened upon a people making dwarven fucking helmets. I know. It's it's beautiful. And That's what's so nice. and 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 it just gives you this great nostalgic feeling because it feels like one of the special features on one of the old yeah. Lord of the Rings movies. It feels exactly the same. I mean, I you, don't, feel, I don't, you feel completely safe knowing that the same guys who did that are doing this. I haven't really felt nostalgia. For the Lord of the Rings, because it is what well, the first it's one been was a while. over ten it's years. It's been a while, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. And I need to go home and get my box sets with the toys, because um, <laughs> they're still at home in Ireland. But watching this it and the music, everything back, you know. I was, music. I was just like, and seeing Sir Ian McKellen sitting at the head yeah, of the yeah, table, yeah, going, yeah. "What's that, Peter? Yeah, what's that? <laughs> what's that?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And fucking James, basically, I was, I was James Nesbitt, because you see James Nesbitt, and yeah. he's grinning like a loon. <laughs> he's like, this is brilliant. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would highly recommend it. It's about 10 minutes long. I'll put a link up in the, the show. It actually notes, came out a while ago. I yeah, mean, it came out. Uh, we haven't done a podcast. We haven't done a so. podcast in a little while. But though. it's just, it, it's, I, I think they did it for the Lord of the Rings, for Kong Kong, Kong King Kong, Hong Kong. <laughs> they did the... Um, you know, they released a lot of the, the behind-the-scenes footage. They did some of it on, on the, online, and most of that stuff made it into the. Because Peter Jackson did a, like a video blog for the, I think it was the, the Lord of the Rings one, at one point. Because mm-hmm. he was still only taken off back then, mm-hmm. but he actually did like a weekly thing, mm-hmm. and they added. They were all on the DVD eventually, and I think King Kong did the exact same. And it's again, it's just it's it's not. You could look at it as a cynical marketing thing, but it is once you watch it and you fucking see the love. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Definitely watch it. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's a piece of news that uh, to me is one of the early signs that uh, the Mayans might have been right. Uh-huh. Uh, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and Justin Bieber are teaming up for a basketball movie. 
Marky Mark. Sorry, what? Marky Mark and Justin Bieber are teaming up for a basketball movie. I feel really wrong. Uh, I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Some of you may not be aware of this, but Mark Wahlberg, when he's not acting, he's actually quite a successful producer. Uh, you not know, anymore. He, he was one of the producers of The Fighter, uh, the We Own the Night, and uh, Entourage is his in treatment, How to Make It in America. He produced all of that. I mean, the guy. Have you watched How to Make It in America? I haven't seen it. That's not great. I haven't seen it. it. But, I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, the guy's got an eye. Yeah. The guy's got a good eye for shit. And I love Entourage. Entourage. And he's lost his eye because he's fucking working with Bieber. <laughs> Entourage is actually one of my... It's an awesome series, actually. It's fucking cool. It's fucking funny. <laughs> is this going to be like Like Mike 2? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I mean, you're like, what, what happened? What does Bieber? I, I have no... Well, I mean, from what I understand is that he got this idea because there was a celebrity basketball match and Bieber was playing basketball. And the uh, NBA All-Stars. Was not All-Stars. The, yeah, 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 yeah. The All-Star Weekend. And uh, apparently Mark Wahlberg thought that he was a pretty cool basketball player. He did actually like, bring them back. The, I can't remember he played for East Coast or West Coast, because he's usually that East Coast, West Coast thing. It's always fun to watch that, because you just see people going, like, holy shit, there's fucking, you know, an actor with a basketball player. But um, I, he, Bieber apparently did do like really good in that. Oh, really? He, he, he actually contributed to the scoreboard quite a lot. Oh, right. Well, uh, apparently Mark Wahlberg was quite impressed and um, pitched an idea to have, uh, let's do a basketball movie and have Justin Bieber in. And coincidentally, while Justin Bieber was playing this basketball game, uh, it was the same weekend that his movie opened very big. Uh -huh. So I guess like Mark Wahlberg saw Dollar Signs, and uh, so yeah, the, the, the movie, the, there's no current title for it, but uh, it is described as, as a cross between The Karate Kid and The Color of Money. So I'm- Sorry, I, wait, I, I, for a moment there I thought you meant The Color Purple. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay good money to see a cross between the Karate Kid and the color purple. It's funny you should mention that. Whoopi Goldberg is signed to... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg ain't signed to nothing. <laughs> Sister Act was a long fucking time She's ago. She's on daytime now, man. Uh, but the script will be written by Ian Edelman, who... Uh, I-A-N or I-A-N? Who is the... I-A-N uh, hmm? or I-A-N? I-A-N. Okay. Uh, and he's the creator of How to Make It in America. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know how I feel. I mean, like I said, the world is officially coming to an end. Yeah. Marky uh, Mark and Justin Bieber are making a movie together. Just again. What's next? Is Whitney, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey going to star in a movie together? I mean... Precious 2? Precious. <laughs> oh, not Precious. What was it called? Glitter. No, what was the one with Precious based on a novel by Precious? Based on a novel titled Sapphire or something? Sa uh, Sapphire. Something like Precious, that. Yeah, yeah. Something. About, it's about some girl who gets beaten up. Uh, um... Again, Signs of the Apocalypse number two. Um, Sex and Zen 3D. I saw the trailer to this. It's a fucking tease. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like Sex and Zen Extreme. Sex and Zen 3D Extreme Ecstasy. In Hong Kong, it beat. It's beaten Avatar. It's beaten Avatar. Yeah. This is a. It's 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 marketing itself as a 3D porn film, but it's from what I understand, it's not really pornographic. It's more it's more like erotica. It's more like yeah. Skinamax. Yeah. You know, it's more it's more like a Skinamax type of movie. And thank God they're very very clever to not show any of the uh, shots of men, mm. because like anyway, have you seen Asian porn? No. You know, Asian chicks when they get fucked, they're pretty cool. But Asian men, they just come across as retarded. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a retarded. I like mushroom men. It's like. <laughs> I ate the mushroom. <laughs> it's like you know, like. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> sounds like twenty one. Is it twenty one or twenty four? It just sounds retarded. It sounds like a retarded kung fu movie. <laughs> no, it sounds like E Honda. Oi, 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 oi. It sounds like it sounds the like the hundred hand slap. It sounds like E Honda. And that's what they call it, the hundred hand slap. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter Two. <laughs> that's how old I am. <laughs> so do Asian girls sound like Chun Li? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Honda, da yo ne. That's right, ladies. I know Japanese. <laughs> but this is that's just weird. It's, it's really odd. It's really odd. Won't be coming out of Malaysia. No, I don't think so. Uh, and as much shit as I'm talking, I I will see it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, we talk about we're gonna talk about Thor later, but like you know, Thor uh, the Transformers trailer out, there's other trailers out, and those trailers have been doing, they're cool. 
Mm -hmm. And like if you go to the, you know, if you if you Google Transformers trailer, you find three trailers. Mm -hmm. If you Google X-Men First Class, you'll get something like 17 different trailers. Fox are, there's a new trailer, I think it's the, I think it's the International trailer was the last one released, mm -hmm. which shows a lot more of Havoc and Cannonball. Mm -hmm. um, but Fox are fucking this up. They must have got like different companies to do different regions and all like that. So they all have slightly different cuts of the same trailer. And they release some posters that are absolutely the worst photoshops. I know, Photoshop I know. The, new, against the, the posters. Humanity. I mean, I want to see this movie. And the trailer has me hyped. However, I've seen fucking six of them now. I know, I know, I know. It's like they're really fucking this up. The yeah. posters look like shit. Mm. I mean, the posters really look like shit. The I mean, why, they've even Aiden Cool and everyone else have said, this poster sucks, what can you do? And people threw together things that, that were amazing. Awesome. They looked awesome. Some of those really retro Saul Bass yeah, style yeah, ones yeah, yeah, are yeah, amazing. Yeah. I mean, when you see posters like this, you really just wish, like, fuck, let Drew Struzan draw, draw every fucking poster. Who fucking signed off on this crap? I don't know, I don't know. I mean, like, it's just, and, and, and I don't get it because from what I understand, Fox is a very hands-on studio. Yeah. You know, so like you you okayed this shit? Yeah. You actually think that this is gonna work? The only reason I want to see this movie is because of the few trailers I've seen. I haven't seen all of them because it's like there's just too many. Too many. I, I don't want to see too much. Yeah. And also and Matthew Vaughn. And also the casting. Yeah. The casting is really good. I I mean it looks it does. The new trailer added a few extra bits that are just like, you know, you, you've seen in other trailers they've had all the missiles being launched off the boats off the coast of Cuba, but this trailer shows the X-Men standing on the beach those missiles are standing, are, are heading for going, huh. And yeah. that I get, wow, chills. No, I mean, it does look cool. And Havoc gets a, lot, a little bit more to do. Yeah. You see Havoc has a thing on his plate and they have the fucking outfits and it's like, yes. It does look cool. It's going to be awesome. It does look cool. It's it, going to be awesome. Yes. It has to be awesome. It has to be awesome. But they're just doing so bad. It's, 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 so, it's so strange, like after, after you know, this being the fourth X-Men movie, in a strange way it feels like we're finally getting a comic book X-Men movie. Yeah. Like in just down to the outfits and everything, it looks like the comic. Mm. And that, and, 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 and it's and like- Mystique's it, a sympathetic character. It's taken people this fucking long to realize, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. There's a reason why it's lasted 60 years. Yes, you know. It's awesome. It's awesome. Don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with it. And if you know what happens to a toad and lightning, <laughs> don't do that. There's a really cool bust of the Thor frog. <laughs> huh? Did you ever read the, the arc where Thor gets turned into a frog? No. <laughs> Thor gets turned into a frog. He gets turned into Kermit. He gets is that way? Is that way? Is that is that is that that stuff you used to have with the Muppets as Thor characters, the actual thing? Hang on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Thor fuck. <laughs> I'm not joking. Fuck me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you no. need to give me that link because you need to put it in show notes because that's retarded. No, that's, that's stupid. That's the bust I was talking about. <laughs> this is a bust. This isn't a piece of art. It's an actual statue. It's an actual statue. Of a Thor frog going, Which I've ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I must have it. <laughs> oh God, that's fucking terrible. This is a... For those of you who are unaware of the uh, Thor mythology, Thor at one point in the comics gets turned into a frog. And it's... It's genius. <laughs> and uh, at another point, a horse-faced alien called Beta Ray Bill wields the hammer Mjolnir. And that's like, what? That's in part two. But, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, they bring the horse-faced alien. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't get away from it. You can't stop looking. It's like, it's like a car crash where everyone dies. But just, I can't stop staring at his... Oh, God, look at his mouth. <laughs> Look at his, look his look little hands. His look at his little hands. Look at his cape blown. Not, not the bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. Oh, they're in my eyes. They're in my eyes. Uh, oh, there are big blockbusters are coming. Uh, the, trailer, the new trailer for Transformers. Again, three trailers. Yep. That's all there is to it. And uh, fuck. Fuck me. Transformers 3 looks insane. It looks so good. It looks fucking good. I really want this movie to be good. Yeah, after the last one. After the last one. Because and after the, all, Michael Bay's... Um, he's gone on record saying that this movie is an apology for part two. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the only thing that slightly has me worried is that the trailers for Transformers 2 looked awesome as well. Yes, and that's, I was going to say that. It's like, it's, it's a bit rough when you see those old ones, but it's like, I know. I mean, holy shit, snake thing fucking mm -hmm. breaking a building in half yeah, inside it and just going with it. I mean, it just, it looks, it looks like a fucking ride, man. I mean, 
And, and also another thing that's got me really excited, and this is the first movie in a long time that's actually got me excited about 3D. See, seeing, I have to see what a Michael Bay movie looks like in 3D. I think I'll be blind yeah. after this movie's over. My eyes will cease to function. <laughs> but And also I'm very curious to see, and the trailers look like um, the, that filming in 3D has made him calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. The fly down scene, <clears throat> the fly down scene went up from his prime. It's like the difference between born and um, not born, sorry, knock off born and born. In yeah. born, you can see what's happening when he's beating someone to death with yeah. that yeah. magazine. Yeah. And all the knockoffs, you couldn't. Yeah. You just all you saw was a flurry of elbows and speed blurs. Yeah. Seeing Prime land and take out like fucking eight guys was in a minute, very, in 30, was 20 very, seconds. very, very clear. You, you knew see exactly. You could two, see exactly. Even, even when the two cars hit each other, I think it's, it's Ironhide and someone else, yeah. and then flip. Yeah. You can see what's going on. You can on. see what's going on. And I think that because it's in 3D, that's made him yeah. pull back and like actually let some shots go for longer than two seconds. Yeah, because um, what they always say about 3D that you can't do quick cuts. You have to, this way they say, what's his name? Werner Herzog's uh, The Cave of... Hmm? The cave of something. Uh, I know. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it, they were saying that this is uh, Mark Kermode on BBC Radio hates fucking 3D. He actually, someone sent him in a pair of 3D glasses that they're both the left lens. Mm -hmm. So he can watch a 3D movie and it'll rectify the picture into 2D. Mm -hmm. And you can buy these online now. The oh. Cave of Forgotten Dreams, is it? No. Yeah. 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 The Cave of Forgotten Dreams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So he has a pair of glasses that will actually turn a 3D blurry movie into single 2D. Mm -hmm. That's awesome for a start. That's crazy. But um, he went to this and like he was, he said that this movie, like the Cave Fought and Dreams, it's all slow, it's all very meditative and the 3D means you're in the cave. Yeah. And apparently it's just almost holy, mm -hmm. the actual feeling you get from it. And that's it, that's it, 3D has to be slower because yeah. speed blurs and whip pans don't work. Yeah, but that's gonna be fucked if he does one in three D. Yeah, but uh, this does look badass. I mean, yeah. the the Transformers three trailer really does shockwave make it look space fucking bridge. awesome. Space I mean, bridge, space bridge, fucking space bridge. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like how they were saying, like one of the things that they were saying before the second one came out was that they saw it as the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and in my opinion, unfortunately, this, it was the Empire Strikes Cock. Yeah, in my opinion, this one looks more Empire Strikes Back. This yeah. one looks like everything goes to hell. Yeah. This is full on. This is the middle. This is the hero must go through the fire before yeah. becoming the real hero. This looks like a full Prime on. says from now on. This is your fight. This is your fight. Yeah. This looks like a full on robots out to take over the fucking planet. Yeah. And awesome. Yes. That's exactly what I need on a Saturday afternoon. It's over. <laughs> Tay, not Tay Diggs. What's his name? Tay Diggs. It's not Tay Diggs. No, no. It's um. Ah, uh, fuck. Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese Gibson. And he's just like, it's over! I'm grasping Gavin by the shoulder here for emphasis. Uh, Next. This is something that I'm actually very excited about um, because I am a huge Steve McQueen fan. Mm. Mm. I love Steve McQueen. I, I, he is the cooler king. He, he is fucking, he is the king of cool. I love Bullet. I love The Great Escape. I love Papillon. I mean, just fucking, I love the Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah. Just fucking great fucking movies. Thomas Crown Affair was the first movie where I was actually, at, at such a young age, blown away by technique. Yeah. The split screen, the way everything, you know, like, like those opening credits, they were beautiful. And how, who knew that a game of chess could be so fucking sexy? <laughs> uh, for those of you who haven't seen the Thomas Crown Affair, you're either very young or... You need to watch it. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, but it was recently announced that uh, Jeremy Renner, who is in the running to become his generation's Tommy Lee Jones mm -hmm. by starring in every movie that is released every year? Uh, <laughs> he's got the latest Mission Impossible movies coming up. He's going to become. He's going to be Hawkeye in the Avengers. He's got. He's the lead in the Bourne Legacy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's uh, just signed on to star in the next Ice Age movie. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucked up. The Ice Age is like. Seriously? I know. I know. Why? Jeremy Renner. Uh, but he's also formed his own production company. And uh, the first uh, movie on their slate is a biopic of Steve McQueen with Jeremy Renner set to star. And quite frankly, I can't think of anyone better. Yeah. Jeremy Renner as Steve McQueen, I can totally buy it. I mean, I'm a huge Steve McQueen fan. I've read, I've read, um, I've read the biographies. Uh, <laughs> he was an amazing figure. I mean, he was an amazing icon. And uh, you know, it's like there is, uh, in terms of resemblance, 
Not quite. No. But in terms of the same kind of cool in which each man, about what that man represented, I think Jeremy Renner is a perfect choice. Yeah, he pulled there, off. There's, the, there's this great story I read in one, in, uh, one of the uh, Steve McQueen biographies where uh, Steve McQueen was one of um, Bruce Lee's students. Oh, really? And uh, they always had a, a little bit of a rivalry, mm -hmm. like about who was going to be more successful. And uh, when uh, Bruce Lee moved, moved back to Hong Kong and he did the big boss, he uh, sent a telegram to uh, Steve McQueen like saying like uh, I just did the big boss now I have Asian market twice the size of Western market I, I beat you McQueen <laughs> that's fucking awesome <laughs> and Steve <Stop>. McQueen <laughs> and Steve McQueen uh, in, in response sent Bruce sent Bruce Lee a signed autograph of himself and he signed it to Bruce my biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> also fuck you <laughs> And in response, Bruce Lee called Steve McQueen up, and in the biography it says that Steve, that Steve McQueen picks up the phone, and Bruce Lee, in a rage, says, McQueen, you motherfucker! I kill you! I rip up this picture of you! <laughs> I've never heard that before, that's awesome! That's amazing! They had this, like, they had this huge... Rivalry! Fucking, they had this huge fucking friendly rivalry. There's a, also a very fi uh, funny story in the same biography. Uh, What's it called? The biography? I can't remember. I read it when I was in fucking college. It was Steve McQueen, a biography. Steve McQueen, yeah. There's, there's, all, there's not that many biographies of Steve McQueen out there, but this is a very, very famous story where Steve McQueen was uh, taking Bruce Lee for a drive in his new convertible, in his new like Mustang or some shit. And, Pimpin'. And, and Bruce Lee's like, it's not that fast. <laughs> and apparently Steve McQueen's like, Oh, where do you see this? And he like takes it into some fucking crazy gear and bullets out. And Steve and they're dr and he's going at like a million miles an hour. And Steve McQueen's like, "What do you think of that, Bruce? Bruce? Bruce Lee fell out of the car." <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee fell out of the car. Steve McQueen's like miles away before he realizes this because he's going so fucking fast. He stops the car. He gets out, and then in the distance, Bruce Lee's running at him and screaming, "McQueen!" I kill you! That's brilliant! <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! All I can say is, is that I hope that this scene. Put that in the movie! Put that in the it's movie! Comedy gold. Put that in the movie! <laughs> if you're listening, Jeremy Renner, put that in the movie. That'd be amazing. <laughs> McQueen! You motherfucker! I kill you! I rip up this picture of you! <laughs> You gotta get both up if you want to cast for that. Uh, <laughs> and I say that as a fan of both men. Yes, no, with all, with all due respect. <laughs> but just to see these two titans, and, and there was also a really- Fucking around. <laughs> fucking around with each other. And also, like, there was a very funny story like, between Steve McQueen and Paul Newman, because they also had a rivalry. Yes, very much so. When they did, like, Towering Inferno, Steve McQueen's like, I get first billing, or I'm not in the movie. Yeah. And uh, apparently, like they never spoke to each other, but they were always friends. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like their their rivalry was more because Steve McQueen was a competitive fucker. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's very he's a race car fucking driver. It's very uh, famously quoted that uh, when James Dean died, Steve McQueen is very famously quoted as saying, "I'm glad he's I'm glad Dean's dead." You know, like one less person I gotta fucking climb over. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was this one bit, like in, in again from the same biography, where they were talking about where uh, they were at some Golden Globes or some Oscars or something. And Paul Newman uh, was uh, at, sitting at a table, and McQueen walks by, and they're both like the same age, but you could tell at that point Steve McQueen was just so aged because mm -hmm. he just lived life so fucking hard. And uh, apparently, they sort of as soon as like uh, Paul Newman saw him, was like, "McQueen, you son of a bitch, you don't return my calls." And then McQueen's like, "Fuck you, you don't return my calls." <laughs> and then the entire, and then Paul Newman's like, "Get over here." The whole table clears, <laughs> and. And it's just the entire night, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, getting drunk together, talking shit. Nobody else ever sits at the table. No one knows what went on there. <laughs> uh, true legends. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner. Those people don't exist anymore. He needs to dye his hair though, aren't right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for 30 minutes or less? No, I didn't because I'm going through a Jesse Eisenberg hate stage. <laughs> I, read a, I read an article on The Guardian yesterday with an interview with him about... Um, you know, his next movie is Holy Rollers, where he's a Hasidic Jew who smuggles drugs. Yeah. Uh, because no one searches the Hasidic Jews. And uh, he was just saying, like, you know, the, the thanks to the social network, he's no longer confused with um, Michael Sarah. <laughs> he's, he's he really, said it. He, he's really upset about this. Isn't yeah, 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 no, he's he's really no, no, but the article also points out, it goes to great lengths to say he's a neurotic motherfucker. 
Like he's terrified about what people think about him and all this shit. And he's like, you know, he's like, he feel, it's like, I know actors who aren't a nervous wreck 24 hours a day. So I think I need to work towards that. Yeah, it's like he does come across that way. Like I remember like uh, watching him in a roundtable interview when he was uh, doing the rounds for the social network. And yeah. he was like saying that, you know, when he does takes, he remembers specifically the takes that he thought that he was the best. And he would go to the director or the editor and say, uh, use take three. He's got two therapists. <laughs> Two. And in, I'm not kidding. He and, has two therapists. And in contrast, Michael Cera just seems to be coming across like the most laid-back motherfucker on the face of the earth. He's Francois. It's like I'm Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. What the fuck do I have to worry about? <laughs> but uh, what? Oh. <laughs> Feather. So thirty minutes or less. Um, it's Jesse Eisenberg and Aziz and Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. And like, it just opens to the tube sitting around fucking shooting the shit. And he's like, well, you think my sister's hot? It's like, well, you know, she's okay. Or, you know, and it's like, <laughs> well, you know, remember that time in high school when I said that I banged, what's her name? Yeah. I wasn't really her. It's like, you bang my twin sister and I know all the details. It's like fucking me. <laughs> But the trailer is basically Jesse Eisenberg's a pizza delivery boy who delivers a pizza to this place and Danny McBride is there as a crime guy, criminal, and they strap a fuckload of explosives onto him and he has to go rob a bank mm -hmm. and he, he, otherwise he's going to get blown up. And the first thing he does is go to see Aziz Anasari, who's a teacher. <laughs> so when he goes into the school, he's like, what the fuck? Because they're already arguing over the sister thing. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here, man? We're done. He's like, uh... I delivered a pizza, I covered the bombs. It's like, and your first thought was to come to a school? <laughs> it looks very funny. Then Bright, I don't know how big his piece is gonna be, but just, it just, the two of them robbing a bank sounds fun to me. No, I mean like the, the, uh, the concept of the film does sound fun. I'm just like, I don't know, for some strange reason, Jesse Eisenberg shits me right now. I just, I don't, mm. I, I have no idea. I, I cannot explain it. It's like, the, I, I, I call it the Kevin Costner effect. Too much. There, there was a period of time where I could not watch anything Kevin Costner did. Mm. I'm very happy to say I'm past that now. Yeah. Now that he's gotten older and he's loosened up and he starts to fucking have some, have fun, some fun. You know, but I, I'm kind of going through this thing where for some strange reason, I'm just pissed at, I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't explain it. He's just shitting me right now. Mm. <laughs> Well, he is heading for a little bit of, I mean, we're holy rollers in this, he's heading for a bit of our exposure. He needs to pace his, spread his shit out. <laughs> Get the Thor frog off. <laughs> but uh, the trailer looks cool. Okay. Well, we should probably... Uh... Round up news sooner or later? Yeah. Did you see the picture from This Must Be The Place with Sean Penn? Sean Penn and Drag? And drag. Uh, yes, I have. It's it, weird looking. it does look cool. I mean, Sean Penn again is, he's, Sean Penn's one of those actors like, to me, he's like Nicole Kidman. In the sense that I would never He's ever, really weird I would never ever be able to say that you're not a good actor. No. You know, you're an awesome actor. Same thing with Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, you can act your ass off, but for some strange reason, you're really weird looking. I'm just not that you into know you. into you. You, just don't, <laughs> you know, it's like I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's like Sean Penn has taken himself seriously to the point where it's like, all right, go ahead and take yourself seriously. Then I'm gonna go see something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just kind of has that. It's as weird as it is, and that doesn't mean to say I won't see the movie. Yeah. But I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've seen most of the films that Sean Penn has done, and have enjoyed them, and have enjoyed his performance. I mean, you walk out of there. But every so often, you get pen fatigue. Yeah. Which is like. Which happens with any actor. They gotta. They gotta. Spread that shit out. It's like every, every once in a while, you do have a tendency to come across like a self self obsessed asshole. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, two, two, two more bits of news, you should say. Whilst Daniel, Bill and Ted, the script is in the bag, apparently. Yep. And uh, there, there was it. Uh, someone who tweeted, tweeted about this. Bill and Ted 3, less than six weeks away and counting. Movie's going to kick some ass. Just got the script now to read. That's Ant Maurizio. Oh, it's Alec Winter. Alex Winter. It's Alex Winter. Uh, apparently, yeah. this is like Bill he, and Ted. He, he would be the one to tweet about it, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> this is apparently Bill and Ted have gone old and they still haven't written the song that the future is based upon. Yeah, they and then they become out. obsessed with the idea of writing that song. Yeah. I don't Which know. Which never helps when you want to write that song. I don't know. I mean, nobody wants this movie to rock more than me. Yeah. I but want it's this. Tricky. It is so tricky. And, you know, what did you think of Excellent Adventure to Bogus Journey? I actually... I preferred Bogus Journey. So do I. I but thought, the guys I went to see that with in the cinema in Nace and back in the day were like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, what do you mean? That, that was, was pure awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Chuck the Nomalos. Chuck the Nomalos. Yeah, but only the real the winners. Si- are- was he the sit-up? Is he the sit-up championship, yeah. the champion of the future? And he's fat. <laughs> yeah, well, only the real winners of the, of the story are the ones who can go back in time. I too can play the time. We set up the map, and we we set up the cage, and we set up the gun. <laughs> I totally I possess my dad. <laughs> that movie's just. So I I love good. Bill. I mean, I love both films, but. Yeah. But Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey has a special place in my heart. Yeah. And the first one it was very much they don't know what they're doing. The second yeah. one is literally it's like okay, we know what we're doing. We're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and the granny that's oh, yeah. one of the scariest things ever committed to celluloid. Just one kiss. Just one. Right on the And it's him. <laughs> it's Alex fucking Winter doing that. Did you ever see the movie that Get I- down and give me infinity? <laughs> oh, there's no way I can do an infinity push-up. <laughs> You're not strong, you're silky boys. Silk comes from the putts of Chinese worms. <laughs> <laughs> I must see this movie again. Station. Awesome butt. Station. Station. The only thing that so I... So the robot evil osses killed the real osses. <laughs> <laughs> robot evil osses. It's, 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 it's a beautiful It's a great movie. one. All right, dude, if you're really me, how many fingers am I going to no, hold no, up? No, no, that's in the first one, isn't it? It's like, if you're really me, what number am I thinking of? 69, dude! <laughs> no, but in the second one, it was, if you're really me, how many fingers am I going to hold up? Three. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> they, they are... <laughs> that's just so retarded. <laughs> they are the original... They, I mean, I mean, okay, I mean, they are very influenced by Cheech and Chong. Yeah. But... They came before Wayne's World. They came before all of the intim- uh, the and the, everything yeah, else. Yeah, all that shit. So they yeah, are. Dude, who, who'd have thought, dude? My mom would be like, divorce my dad and marry your mom or your dad. <laughs> yeah, you're like your own stepdad. <laughs> Misty, I mean, mom. It's like, what if? I, maybe she'll marry you. Yeah, then you can be your own stepdad. <laughs> Misty, I'm Misty. I want this movie to kick so much ass. Yeah. I hope it does, uh, but. It is tricky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like tricky. it's like doing a sequel to the Odd Couple. Yeah, you know they should never have done that. <laughs> oh, you saw this too. Yeah, this is so fun. <laughs> I'm gonna finish with uh, we finish the news off with uh, if you go to Apple, I'll put a link up the trailer for Troll Hunter. Now this is a Norwegian movie. It's right? a Norwegian movie. This and looks it, amazing. This, I mean, I I'm afraid that like it was low budget. It was like underground and all that kind of stuff. And this looks like Blair Witch meets Clash of the Titans, Harryhausen, Harry Rayhausen yeah. kind of effects. It's it, like the first few trailers are like we're hunting trolls. You don't see anything apart from the very end. You see a giant troll strolling across the landscape. This trailer is nothing but yeah. money shots. Yeah, this is a lot of money shots. This looks awesome. Amazing looking. It's, it's and it, that, <laughs> I don't know what budget they have, but like you know, you see, because lights turn, you know, the sunlight turns yeah. trolls to stone. You yeah. see like three-headed fucking troll like frozen in the flashlights yeah. and going, ah, and it's like wow. It looks great. It looks really good. So it's like a team like they're they're, they're like being Blair Witch style and like looking for trolls, and they're fucking everywhere by the looks of this thing. Yep. No, I, I saw this trailer. It it looks fucking awesome. I'll link it up to it in the show notes. But definitely, this this looks like badass. I gotta figure out how to fucking see it though. It's not it's not it's not getting a wide release. No, it's not. I'm gonna leave it there for news, and we'll bring it up to emails. So we have our first submission via the new form on the website. And um, Mr. T emailed us saying. The Ultimate Date movie is a four-minute chick flick with giant robots, time travel spaceships, zombies but not vampires, or nudity and sex. What are the greatest films that fulfill these criteria? P.S. My vote is Vicky Cristina Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) That's hard. It's hard. The Ultimate Date movie is a four- Giant robots, time travel, spaceships, zombies, robot jocks. It's got Jackson. Well, the official answer is that no fucking movie has been made that has all this shit in there. Yet. Yet. Uh, the, un- the, the, but the to try and come Untitled Yap Project. <laughs> <laughs> to try and come close, I mean... Uh, we can fill a few of those. We can fill buttons. a few of those. I mean, I think the best thing for it is that you want to do like a date movie marathon. Yeah. You want to do a movie marathon date yeah. where you fit all of these elements into there. So, so Back to the Future, so, Robot Jocks, uh, Shaun of the Dead... Shaun of the Dead, Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Throw Iron Giant in Superman. there. Superman. Throw Iron Giant in there just so you, just so she knows you actually have a heart and you, yeah. and you have a pulse. You should always know. <laughs> I saw that on the plane. Did you and cry? And it's really annoying when you, you cry on a plane. <laughs> it's really off-putting because it's like, 
no, but, no, but it's, you Vin, Vin Diesel has one line in that movie, which is Superman, and it's like, oh God, does stop. But you know, being that high up in the air, you cried shit. I cried on the plane watching How to Make an American Quilt. <laughs> <laughs> No, but so yeah. I'm that, glad they don't show driving Miss Daisy on planes because if they would, I just go into the cockpit and say, "Fly me to Libya." Driving Miss Daisy. I love quoting that movie. What? Oh, well, I must have the wrong number. I've never heard Mother talk about Hog that way. I hate that movie. You hate that movie? It's the passion. <laughs> it's my nemesis, <laughs> Jessica Fucking Tandy. I love Jessica Tandy. I love her. Badgers <laughs> Uncluded, fantastic. But I sat through Driving Miss Daisy. Cocoon. Yes, I know. And you can tell she was hot when she was young. Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> pissed me off <laughs> by the three-quarter mark my parents were screaming at the screen saying die already <laughs> were they yes they were really saying that close enough <laughs> your parents are cool we should we should have gone to see always <laughs> i love always i know and i was showing i wanted let's go see always why it's got richard dreyfus it's got airplanes it's got fires it looks cool it's directed by spielberg yeah <laughs> i'll go see driving miss daisy really it's got john goodman that was the last time <laughs> I was one of those people where you went to the cinema and picked on the day. <laughs> After that, it was like... I've never done that. No, I've, I've never I've, done I've that. Chance. I always know exactly what I'm going to yeah. go see. Fuck that. Uh, so yeah, I would say like make a movie marathon out of it. You know what yeah. I mean? You may want to have like one or two dates first so she knows you're not a total psycho because it might be hard to convince a first it's date. It's not really first date stuff. Yeah, it's not really first date first stuff. First date, you watch um, something about Mary or uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I just put porn on. <laughs> you like to be upfront about it. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I've been lying my whole life, and now it's, now it's all about being honest. This is who I am. So you're sitting on the couch, I the wish porn, humping, I... humping the couch. How are you doing? You enjoying the movie? What yeah. do you think of the plot? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Holy semen, Batman! Oh, that match of blacks right now. So yeah. So you got to have like you got to have Iron Giant in there. You got to have Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. You gotta have Big Trouble in Little China. Shaun of the Dead covers your zombie and your rom-com book. And you gotta have uh, Big Trouble in Little China because that covers a lot of areas as yeah. well. And then finish it off with The Thing. <laughs> because date movies are all about her getting scared and grabbing you. It's like, you know, you, you get her on your good side to begin with and then you finish it off with a fucking shocker. And she that moves just closer. Make sure that she's moving close to you. And closer. She's just grabbing onto your cock like and it's closer. a fucking stick shift and you're going uphill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a dying man it's like a rap. It's like you're in first gear, first and second gear for four fucking films. So by the time you hit the down slope, you're good to go, baby! <laughs> so yeah, either finish it off with The Thing or The Descent. The Descent would actually work really good. Yeah, because that one is like, only only problem with watching The Descent is that you might go behind the couch with her. First. No, when, when, hey, when I watched it with the Jamie Dodger, I ended up pushing her out of the way so I could get behind the couch first. <laughs> because I was fucking terrified. <laughs> I was like, get off! It's my... Find your own hole! <laughs> you know, it's funny you mention that. I recently discovered that, that I've permanently scarred my brother, my youngest brother. He can't watch horror movies because of me. Because, what, what did because, you scare him with? No, because when he was a little kid, yeah. I used to like, uh, uh, like, t you know, like put him to bed and then turn off the lights and make the aliens noise. <laughs> and I only just recently Which discovered... Which aliens noise? <laughs> <laughs> His girlfriend recently told me that that like he can't watch horror movies because of you. He's, <laughs> he cannot watch horror movies. And, I, and my brother's like talking to me like, yeah, sometimes I'll pick up a DVD and I'll think, oh fuck, I wish I could see this because it looks so cool. And then in his mind's eye, there's like, in his ear. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, when he, when I used to do that when he was a kid and he started crying, I, I just thought it was funny. I didn't realize, I didn't realize <laughs> it was going to scar him for life. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, Mr. T, I hope that answers your question. Well, your yeah, date movie's got to be horror movies because she'll cling on to you, she'll grab you, and then that's when you drop the elbow. Yeah. You just swing that shit back, you get over there, it's like, there, there, honey. Yeah. It's all right. Although, if you're watching The Descent, try not to pay too much attention to the movie because you'll be totally fucking terrified. You won't. <laughs> Such a good movie. Very good. I would recommend watching it first and then... Yeah, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Jackpot! Oh, jackpot! <laughs> right on my cock. <laughs> so, All right, well, thanks, Mr. T. If you want to, uh, you know, get a question or ask us something, uh, hopefully a lot easier than that, yep. um, you can email us at podcastmeatamfries.com. Uh, now we'll just move on to a really quick review of Thor. Mm. 
Uh, spoiler free. Spoiler free. Uh, <laughs> There's not much to say, is there? <laughs> we should okay. have done the other one first. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, basically, oh, if you are a fan of the material, if you are a, a fan of Thor, the comic book, then I would highly recommend this movie. It does a very, very good job at, um, at translating the material. This is one of the Marvel projects that could have been laughable. Yes, I mean, it was a very hard sell because it's, he's an Asgardian, he's a fucking god, he does crazy shit. And you got to tie that together with the real world. I know. I mean, th this is one of the projects that could have so easily become Flash Gordon. Yeah. You know, I mean, it could have gone. What do you mean? mean? Flash Gordon's awesome. Well, you know what? Gordon's alive. Well, it wasn't exactly a hit. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they do a really good job of tying together the real world and this, uh, you know, the relatively real world of the Marvel Universe and this world of gods and, you know, fucking. Vikings essentially in space, space Vikings. They're in the. It's in the near fridge. <laughs> Kevin's gone for a beer. Um, so they do tie it all together really nicely. Even if you don't, I mean, I I know I know who Thor is. Mm -hmm. I, I know the Ultimate Thor. No, no, I think. But I, I don't know that much else about Thor, and I was just like, this is awesome. No, I think that uh, uh, they do a great job at just making the material easy to digest for anyone. Yeah. But if you are a fan of the material, there are so many things in there. Like, uh, you know, like some of the, like the really clever bits, like how they address the Donald Blake issue. Mm. You know, I thought that was very, very clever. So for some time in the comics, Thor was bound to a human form. When, in, was, the, in the, in the original Blake. comics, is that when, when Thor was banished to Earth, he wasn't, when he was banished to Earth, he didn't appear as Thor. Yeah. He was uh, a very sort of like frail- He was um, in a wheelchair, right? Yeah, yeah, he was a frail cripple by the- But when he, when he, Wielded the hammer yeah, and rolled the like, lightning. Yeah, and it's like when, Thor. when the th when the hammer came to him, then yes, he he turned into Thor. Uh, and there were some. Uh, and he just gets a T-shirt and he goes, "What is this?" <laughs> My ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And also when they're bailing him out, they yeah. use the name. And and I like the way that they handled that. And if, yeah. and and that's the kind of thing that you're only you will only notice if you're a fan. It's like when he had the T-shirt and he said Donald Blake. I, I started laughing. Yeah. And like and the beauty queen from Mars is like, what what what, what is it? It's like, oh no, I'll tell you later. <laughs> In joke. But you know, it, it, it starts on planet Earth with Natalie Portman and those doing, investigating some like northern lights in the middle of New yeah. Mexico yeah. and they hit this guy and then it flicks to Asgard and you see the background of Thor and the Asgardians and it's the whole thing of, he's a, I had the quote up earlier, especially child. <laughs> you know, he, he does something, you know, he's, he's, the, he's the anointed. Yeah, and he dicks it up. He dicks it up, Hard and course. you know he, he's like, uh, we should go to Bifrost. We should use the Bifrost and kill them all. And he he doesn't realize what it means to be king. Yes. It's good to be king, but you can, you gotta there's a weight to be king. Yeah, and he hasn't learned that lesson yet, and he does something stupid, and then he's banished, and he's he comes to earth. Yeah. yeah, and he has to learn humility, and then when he's ready, the hammer returns to him, and yeah. he becomes Thor. Yeah, uh, because only he who is worthy. May may wield the, the, only he may he who wields the this, the power of this hammer he will have the power of Thor. Yeah, yeah. if he's worthy, if and he's Thor worthy. has to become worthy, and yes. he's on a journey, and that's yeah. always you know the best stories are a journey. The character changes, and it works out really well. And no spoilers, but when he, you know, it's it's a superhero movie. He's not going to not figure it out. He doesn't become a heroin uh, yeah. addict and live in Greenwich Village. Yeah, he you know he learns his lesson. And you does know it's shit. All, you know this and and, and like, when the payoff comes. And in our spoiler full, in our spoiler uh, cast, in our spoiler cast, um, I talk about this a little bit more. But like saying that this is the great thing about this film is that it's one of those movies in which you know everything. You know the the part that everyone's playing, so you don't have to waste any time trying to figure shit out. You can just enjoy the journey yeah. as to how all the characters get there. You know Thor is going to learn humility. You know he's going to rise again. You know Loki's the bad guy. You know all of these things. So. And if you give her back her shit, I will be your ally. That was that was a cool scene. Yes, yes. When he promises the shield and it's like Avengers. Yeah. Thor, I need some lightning. <laughs> Stat. Uh, but it's just a, a wonderful film, and Kenneth Branagh was has has surpassed himself. himself. He can yeah. direct. He can direct effects. He can direct action. He can direct, he can he can add a, a we've, skew I mean, to we, the world. We, we've always known that he can direct character. Yeah, and he proves that in this because. And the great thing about choosing someone like Kenneth Branagh to do something like this, which I also talk about in the spoiler cast, is that he treats this material like it's Shakespeare. Yeah, and he treats that, it totally real. Yeah. And that is what elevates the material because in the wrong hands, 
this same script could, could be, be completely fucking fucked terrible. Up. And he plays everything for what it is. He plays every scene for what it is. Scenes that are meant to be serious, he plays it for the moment. Scenes that are meant to be funny, he plays it that way. And there are, this is, and this is, the, I think we mentioned earlier, this is a fucking funny movie. It is a very funny very movie. Very funny. And it's like, it, it, you don't expect that. And it's like, it catches you off. It's, it's really good that they, they're there. It's funny, but it doesn't disrupt what's going yeah. on. It's but, all in context. Yes. I mean, we used to talk a lot about tone. Yeah. But this he is context nails, more. He nails the tone. The same way that John Favreau nailed the tone of Iron, Iron Man. Man yeah. The same way that Christopher Nolan nailed the tone of Batman. It's, it's a minor spoiler, but I was disappointed that Tony Stark didn't turn up at all. A little bit. Um, I wasn't. I, yeah. I, I was quite happy to, you know, I mean, Tony Stark... I don't want to get too much of Robert Downey Jr. overload. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Robert Downey Jr. is trying to compete with Jeremy Renner. He's by doing every fucking movie that's coming out. Yeah. And the great thing about the first Iron Man, as opposed to the second one, is that by the time Iron Man 2 came out, not only had we had a taste of the first Iron Man, but we had also had the taste of the Robert Downey Jr. resurgence in which he's in every fucking movie. Yeah. So you no longer saw Tony Stark in the second one. You saw Robert Downey Jr. doing a great job as Tony Stark. No, no, I mean, he is Tony Stark. He's a great Tony Stark. I didn't Stark. see any of those shit movies either. I didn't see the one with Jamie Foxx. I'm not Jamie Foxx. Was Jamie Foxx? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. You, did, you didn't see uh, Sherlock Holmes? Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I compartmentalize my, compartmentalize my And by the time Avengers comes out, Robert Downey Jr. is going to have a couple of... He's going to have Sherlock Holmes too out. You know, yeah. he's going to have a few other movies out. But the great thing about this is that Chris Hemsworth is like Christopher Reeve. You don't know him. So yeah. you, you just buy into all he's this shit. He's Thor. He's Thor. He is Thor. And, and, you know, Tony Stark already had his cameo in The Incredible Hulk. I was... As a Thor fan, I was quite happy to not... I mean, and he's referenced in the film. Yeah, yeah. Like when the destroyer... Coulson says like... Is it one of Starks? Is this one of Starks? It's like, I don't know, that guy tells me nothing. <laughs> that was very nice. Yeah, it was very Coulson nice. Coulson had nice shit, unfortunately. There's a lot of nice little all things. All of Agent Coulson's stuff from Iron Man, and all of his stuff was shown in the trailers and yeah. teasers and stuff. So that's, that was a little disappointing. Yeah. No, but Agent Coulson is one of those guys. He's got the best role in the, he's got the, best role in the movie. He's, oh, in, he's happy as a pig and shit. The actor is like, I'm in the Avengers. This is amazing. He's in every single movie. He doesn't give a fuck. You know, he, he goes to shoot stuff. He doesn't even know what movie he's in. He, was shooting, he, he was shooting scenes from Thor. He thought it was Iron Man. He didn't realize he's in Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Thor? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And even he has a nice moment where it's like, I want to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I was like, and again, because this is a movie as well where you've seen a little bit of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Iron Man movies yeah. where they're like, you know, we need to do shit and stuff. But... This shows what what shield looks like from the outside, and from the outside they look like dicks. Yeah, because they just take your shit and don't give you a receipt. But no, I mean, I highly recommend this film. Yeah, if you are a fan of the character, go see it. Even if you're not a fan of the character, this is a film that is very good at selling it to you. It's a good superhero movie. It's a um, very good superhero. You know, movie. and the cast is amazing. Chris Hemsworth, we already talked about. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman had a ball. It looks like and Natalie you can Portman see it. just looks like she's just having so much fun. You she's can like, tell. she's like, she clearly did this after Black Swan. Yeah. And you can see that she's like, I'm she's so giddy. She's giddy. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is amazing. He's a great Odin. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston is a great Loki. Loki gets uh, it's a it's a very nuanced arc for Loki, and yeah. it works really well in that it it, it doesn't. He's not, you know, mustache, mustache twirling bad guy yeah. from the start, but you can see his journey. You, you it, it, it comes back to what you're saying about the character. You see where he, you know, he has his role, he does his things, but it's natural. Yeah. It's a natural progression, and all the characters have the natural progression. Yeah. And Kat Dennings is nowhere near as annoying as she comes across in the trailers. Yeah. She's actually quite a funny little character. So, yeah, I mean, I mean Idris Elba as Hemdal. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So, yeah, I would highly just, recommend this film. Just badass. Yeah. I don't want to say too much about it. It's, it's a movie that you should see. I will say, though, go see it in 2D. You don't need to see it in 3D. Yeah. Because um, the colors do pop. I mean, Asgard looks amazing. They realize that stuff so well. And this comes back again to kind of brand new direct effects. The Rainbow Bridge, if you don't know what the Rainbow Bridge is, you'll see it when you see the movie. But the Rainbow Bridge looks, they realize it in a very cool way. It's yeah. been realized numerous times in the comics. Heimdall's been done different times as well. All, yeah. And just Asgard as a whole is just. It's Arms breathtaking. Fighting. It's yeah. breathtaking. So yeah, I would uh, go, go see Thor. Go see Thor. It's a great film. You can't see it on Thursday. I saw. We saw. Did you Did you realize that they opened on like Thursday? Thursday. 
<laughs> no, I didn't notice. Well, that. we had to see it on Thor's Day. <laughs> and they have that in the book. There's a book, Skull and Skarsgård reading. It's like Thor's Day. It's like we're in the cinema on Thursday going, hey, hey. <laughs> Sweet. And we'll finish off with the US and Malaysian box office top 10. And in Malaysia, number 10, Limitless. I really want to see this. It's not out of time. Number nine, Co. Number eight, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. Number seven, Bununggu Istana. Number six, The Ghost Must Be Crazy. Number five, The Roommate. I've heard this is terrible. Yeah, Hashem liked it. Oh, really? <laughs> number four. He's a cock. Number four, Scream 4. Number three. Oh, what do you, what do you, what do you, I've heard like mixing things, I've heard Scream 4 is better than 2 and 3. Um, I would like to see it, but I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, number three, Rio. Rio. Number two, Red Riding Hood, a lot right. of teenagers on leave. Now, number one, another Chinese ghost story. I mean, they've done this a couple of times, haven't they? Story, yeah. In the US, number 10, Source Code. It's a cool movie. Number nine, Insidious. I really want to see this. Number eight, Hannah. I really want to see Hannah. Yeah, I really Hannah want to see Hannah just seems to be like knocking it out of the park. Number seven, Soul Surfer. Go surfing, get eaten by shark. Number six, African Cats. This is a Disney movie, right? Yep. Yeah, but apparently it's awesome. Number four, number five, number uh, five, five screen four. four. Number four, Hop. He shits jelly beans. Number three, water for elephants. Robert fucking or Pats. Number two, Medea's big, big happy family. That's never traveled. It's never gone anywhere. I didn't None even. I, I, I've only know about Tyler Perry from the, like the like Tyler Perry's big something. I was like, what? Who's who's Tyler Perry? What's this? Why has he got his name? It never goes anywhere. Never heard of him. Yeah. Number uh, one, Rio. Rio. So Rio's holding in there, and this is the thing as well. I'm noticing recently, like the 3D, the were. In, uh, well, actually, I didn't count the gold class. I thought gold class was 3D, but there was actually there was only six showings of Thor in 3D. Mm-hmm. There was five gold class showings, and there were eleven standard showings of Thor in 3D. Fuck. So 3D is totally becoming ghettoized yeah. as for kids. Yep. So that ends this week's podcast. Thank you for listening, people. It's been a blast. And go and see Thor and ride the lightning. Mm-hmm.